0: BBC Podcasts. Local voices on demand. Hello. Thanks for listening to the Gibraltar Today podcast. I'm Jonathan Scott. Local volunteers continue to help with the aid effort for thousands in the Marrakesh Mountains. A powerful earthquake struck in early September, and the epicenter was the Atlas Mountains just southwest of of Marrakesh. More than 2,900 people were killed, some 5,500 people injured. And now the weather is worsening. The charity Caring for Gibraltar has again worked with the Strait of Gibraltar Association Trust to deliver aid. We speak to Jane Wink, Charlie Bishop and Sonia Fortuna. But first, Keith Asobardi continues as leader of the opposition. He successfully saw off a leadership challenge from Damon Bocino, taking 58.6% of the GSD vote. Our reporter, Roz
1: Astengo, followed proceedings at the John Macintosh Hall. Jonathan, it was like a mini-election. That's all I can say. Uh, it wasn't that long that we were at the John MacIntosh Hall with the actual general election. And there there was a very um, it was done in a very proper way, if you like. So the evening began with Damon Balsino having won the toss of the coin, so he gave his presentation to the membership. Remember, the executive had voted uh, the day before, and I'd heard uh, rumours that the membership had uh, voted mostly in favour of him. We don't know the...
0: Those are just rumours, no? because the party hasn't released any figures for the split.
1: Yeah was just about to say that we don't know for certain and that they're, they're not going to release that information so that's just a rumor um although keith azapardi has uh, said that he did get the support of the executive so but we went in I wasn't allowed in the room because I'm not a member, but uh, they went in uh, with with those rumours abounding. And I heard from someone inside that room that uh, Damon Bosino got a very sort of quite, there was a good vibe for his um, talk, uh, his pitch. And then, of course, De- um, Keith Azapardi did his uh, pitch and then they came downstairs and they carried out their vote. And they had an independent lawyer that uh, carried out a verification process, and then it was counted and then recounted, and then they made the announcement. Um, but yeah, it was it was sort of like a mini election, bit of ac- so soon bit after of the general
0: election. I was
1: a bit triggered there, Jonathan. I had a bit of PTSD. Just <laughs> go- I'm like, oh no, we're not doing this again, are we? So soon afterwards. But as Keith, as a body said, um, he's he's glad it's over and done with. That he d- made that decision to call it soon. Um, yeah we'll hear from him now.
0: I'm delighted to have been re-elected as GSD leader it's been a, a difficult campaign but to have had the backing of the executive and indeed of the members and a result of 58% backing me it's it's a very pleasing uh, result. So Keith that's about to be speaking to you just moments after the yeah. uh, vote was announced. Right?
1: Yeah and um, I thought Damon Bolsino was very gracious uh, in his defeat and the key message from both of them was, right, it's time to unify the party and move forward and do what we have to do and make sure that we are the next government. But I, I suspect that I'm sure it will be very disappointing for Damon Bosino. He put a lot into this um, contest, didn't he? So anybody would be quite disappointed, but he gave a very gracious um, speech. I don't know if you've got a clip from him
2: the party has exercised its uh, judgment, and we have a result uh, this has been a grueling experience i think for both candidates um, you know shortly after a general election i think we're both shattered <laughs> we we'll both probably need a period of reflection uh, but i congratulate keith on his win and we move now forward under his continuing leadership
0: so uh, we had heard the uh, former party leader and former chief minister for 16 years, Sir Peter Caruana, say that um, uh, party leadership contests are, um, are good for democracy, but they should be carried out um, uh, with the party's best interests uh, at heart among two colleagues or, or between contested by two colleagues uh, with a view to not doing any harm to the party uh, what 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 can you say about that and 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 whether last night you felt like there was a divide or whether it was just sort of you know sort of you know uh, a healthy competition among colleagues
1: i think it was like the father of the party calling them a bit to order there because there has been uh, some shots fired from both sides because they both desperately wanted that position and um and I think he was very aware that it was public perception was that there was a division there, particularly when we talk about cent- centrist policies and uh, conservative policies as well. Um, so I think that, um, yeah, I think I think they would like us to think that the division is, isn't there. They'd like us to think that the wounds will heal very quickly and that it, it will be all about unity. And I think they will certainly heed Sir Peter Caruana's Um, message there but one can't help but think that below the surface that there is going to be some healing that needs to be done
3: on radio gibraltar and on gbc television gibraltar today With Jonathan Scott.
0: We have been uh, talking about the volunteer effort, volunteers from Gibraltar continuing to help with the aid effort for thousands in the Marrakesh Mountains. The charity Caring for Gibraltar has again worked with the Strait of Gibraltar Association Trust and also an NGO called EEA International to deliver uh, aid following the devastating earthquake. Uh, which happened in September but uh, the effects of which continue to be felt and the weather is worsening and we know that that's playing a part in uh, the relief effort as we'll hear in just a moment because we're talking about rural communities uh, and um, and being able to access those areas despite the uh, 4x4 vehicles generously loaned by a Gibraltar company uh, accessing those rural communities has been a little bit tricky and and has provided a few hairy moments on mountain roads. Uh, So good afternoon to Charlie Bishop, who's uh, here sitting to my left, to Jane Wink, who joins us again. And uh, and are we joined by Adelaide or, or Sonia? Sonia 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 Fortuna, uh, so adelaide wasn 't uh, able to to make it this afternoon, uh, but uh, has been part of the of the group efforts but uh, thank you so much uh, uh, to Jane, uh, Charlie, and Sonia for joining us um, it, The weather today has has you know sort of really uh, hit home the fact that the, we- the winter is coming. And, uh, and that makes uh, the work that you guys have been doing, the amazing work that you've been doing in the mountains around Marrakesh,
3: that little bit harder. Uh, tell us about um, your, your recent trip. Well, Jonathan, it was a rather eventful trip, to be fair, uh, in the sense that the weather had changed, and it, it did cause us a few problems, which I'll go into in a minute. I just want to correct you that in this second mission, it was uh, EEA... International weren't involved. It was okay. just caring for Gibraltar. And not only did we have a, a Jeep from Basadonis, but we also had the extreme Gibraltar Extreme 4x4 Club who provided one of their vehicles and, drivers, and, driver, and the huh? drivers as well for the two Jeeps. So, just to get that uh, clear... So, make so you that had clear, been
0: working with the EEA previously? We did on the
3: first mission, but they completed their mission and we felt enough. we had to still finish ours. So, we went on our own, really, under the leadership of Jane. And the team worked extremely well, having learned from our mistakes in the first one. And we were able to complete our mission successfully. However, there were a few events that happened that, uh, to be honest with you, I actually thought, you know, that that was it for me, you know, that uh, my life was in danger. Let me explain (laughs) if you want to. That really? Yeah. Um, The first one was when we were on our very first day when we were traveling up to the mountains actually and we still hadn't got onto the mountain road it was still a tarmac road and we were coming round a bend it was i think it had been drizzling a bit no yeah. already yeah. it'd been drizzling a bit and as we were coming round the bend uh, on my side of the vehicle i was in the back seat uh, on the left-hand side and i could see this taxi coming round the bend uh, we were going uphill he was coming downhill and he took the bend uh, rather quickly, shall we say. He took the bend rather quickly and he narrowly m- missed or our first driver or the first Jeep, the uh, Gibraltar Extreme 4x4, managed to avoid the taxi, but I could see it coming. It was coming straight for us. Goodness. And we were all like frozen in a sense. Uh, everything was happening like in slow motion. I could see the cu- the taxi wasn't going to be able to stop before it hit us and it was coming towards me on my side. and uh, But I don't know why, like two seconds before coming round the bend, I had said to everybody, don't worry, we're all protected. It might sound like a silly thing, but it just came to my head. Right. And then two two seconds later, we go round the bend, I see this car coming slowly, well, not slowly, uh, in my mind it was slow, it was you like a slow motion. Like slow motion. Huh? But it came straight towards us, I could see it had lost control, it wasn't going to stop, and it whacked straight into us. Fortunately, obviously, uh, uh, these Jeeps are built to uh, be able to withstand uh, a large impact, and I felt quite safe, even though the car was coming towards us. Uh, But the car itself, the taxi itself, broke at the front. We were just a bit dented, but the fact that that car broke meant it slashed one of our tyres. So that was a big problem, because now we were stuck in the middle of the road, The other car was also in the middle of the road. We didn't want to move the cars because it wasn't our fault and we wanted to show where we were and how the car had impacted on us. We wanted to wait for the police as well to be able to clear up any matters. Mm -hmm. So we had to redirect the traffic and actually police the road ourselves. Sonia was at the top of the hill slowing cars down because if they made the same mistake, they would bash into us again. Right. Uh, so that was quite a scary experience. We were there for a few hours actually. Eventually the military, military police came and stopped and then we were able to start sorting things out, but it was we could still see we, that it was gonna, had to do a sort of paperwork. Or? Yes, we could still see that it was going to take a long time because uh, myself and the two drivers were going to go down to the station with the police. Uh, to clear up the paperwork, and so we asked uh, one of the the wife, uh, Vicky, who is the wife of uh, Fabian or her, her partner, his partner, from the Gibraltar Extreme Four x Four, if she could drive that Four by Four, their Four by Four, which which was perfectly fine, and take all the all the women back to the base camp whilst we sorted out the stuff at the station, and because of that, we had a second incident goodness me because we by the time we came out of the station it was dark we still had to drive back to base camp and we're talking about wet um, mountain roads fortunately fortunately the tire that was slashed we were able to change or at least uh, our drivers were able to do a magnificent job and within a few Fabian and Adam within a few and Vicky as well within a few minutes literally uh, the tire was changed and so on but we, the the two drivers and myself, were in the station, and when we eventually started to go back to base camp, it was totally dark. We had to, our base camp is actually in the mountains, although it's it's further down, so it's not high up, but we still had to go along mountain tracks to get back. And uh, it was dark, it was raining, and I can tell you that the <laughs> one of the scariest experiences I've ever had in my life was, Probably, as we were driving along mountain tracks quite fast because we needed to get back soon, um, at about eighty kilometers or something an hour, which is quite fast on a mountain track, I can assure you. And suddenly, in front of us, through the headlights, because it was all dark, it was raining, and we start seeing boulders and rocks falling right in front a of land us, landslide, uh, yes. right in front of us, and and we made a complete stop because we could see it's like like a few yards in front of us and i'm telling you there were there were large boulders i mean they no, they weren't little stones there was a, there was a bit of everything so we stopped immediately and of course there was that moment of panic where do we try and just carry on and maneuver past the rocks or do we stay where we are which in which case i was a bit nervous because i thought we could get hit well, yeah. here yeah, yeah. just here because the rocks could start falling anyway Eventually we managed to manoeuvre, once we stopped, we saw that the rockfall had kind of stopped, there weren't any more rocks falling, we manoeuvred our way round the boulders. We were able to, thankfully, because if if the road had been blocked, we would have been stuck there. And and we managed to manoeuvre our way past and go to the next village where we were stopped by, this time by police and other people who were there, because we couldn't proceed any further, because there'd been more um, landslides further on. And that's when I started thinking, "Oh my God, we're stuck here. Okay, it's dark, even where we are." I thought we might get rockfalls there. You know, we we came out of the vehicles. There was other people there because they had stopped as well, uh, but we were told that the, they were clearing the roads in front of us, and so we were keeping our fingers crossed. But I thought to myself, I actually got to the point where I thought my my phone was running out as well. My battery was running out. And my my family didn't know I was there or in the mountains in the dark and experiencing a rockfall. But I didn't want to worry them. But I did think I was so worried that I might not make it back that I actually sent a message saying... Just to let you know, I love you all because I thought if something oh, happens to me. <laughs> no, it would be really, make, worse for them, no? It, it, well, I know I, because they didn't know what was happening. They thought maybe I was just being amorous towards <laughs> or something. <laughs> But I just wanted them to know that if something did happen to me and I didn't make it back, at least they had that last message anyway, you know. So you
0: feared for your life and and you told your loved ones you loved them.
3: Yeah, I didn't tell them where I was, though, that I was stuck up in the mountains in the dark and there was rock falls and all that. Eventually they cleared the road and we raced back... Because obviously we had to proceed along the road where there could have been more rockfalls, but we just uh, went bombing it down, thanks to the expert driving of Adam Bradley. I have to say, and uh, and we made it back safe. And I was so relieved when we got back because I literally thought that was the end of it. And let's bring <laughs> in
0: Jane and Sonia. How did how did you guys feel,
4: Sonia? Well, for me, it was a brilliant experience because I could get to help many people there i could help many people my first patient was an elderly man who lost everything and um, he had a leg ulcer so i managed to do his dressings then we took him up to the village where i had the privilege to attend a few other people like uh, a small baby with eye infection Uh, some kids with some um ear problem and uh, with minor injuries also on this second trip went we went there i wasn't able to do much because of the incident Mm. we had so i couldn't do much and i was a, a bit upset because i wasn't doing what I was meant to be doing. Because you you
0: have a nursing background That's and you wanted right. to be there And I to... wanted
4: to help Brilliant. Brilliant. I was Brilliant. a bit devastated about it. But there's a God up there because on our last day we decided we had to come back because there wasn't much we've, we could do there with the weather situation. But on the last day as we were leaving we went down the road and we stopped to say goodbye to some people we knew there and from the corner of my eye i spotted this kid and oh my god he was terrible i got close to him i had to i got close to him and when i looked at him this kid was full of uh, his face his hands his arms of uh, like dried past in his face all absolutely oh, yeah, covered.
3: Absolutely
4: covered it uh, he was in Pitago, and uh, his ears were all destroyed, all raw, and this kid was so in so much pain. So straight away, I asked for my medical kit, and I stra- i started
0: uh, looking after
4: looking him. after this kid. He was so brave, bless him, and strong because the pain was horrendous and uh, I asked the father if if, um, he'd been seen to and the father said yes we've come back from the doctors but the doctor doesn't know what's wrong with him. From my experience working I knew that what he had was in as I said before and I got my medical kit and um, I started cleaning all the parts, all the dry pass and um, Jane was helping because he was completely covered and made him as comfortable as I could because I had a very short time. So I dressed him up, put a bandage and um, then Fabian, one of our drivers of Jeep Extreme 4x4, had gone and bought food for the little boy and all the family. And he was quite happy. We gave we gave him lollipops and that, but apart from that, I would like to say something else. On our previous journey up there, we went up to very high mountains, where there was loads of people injured, and we only had the chance to bring three back. So wow. Jane and I had to make a very big decision who to bring back. We had a small girl who fractured her arm about three weeks ago, previous to when we went. Mm -hmm. And the little girl was there suffering where she didn't get any help. We had a woman with breast cancer and we had another lady with abdominal pains. We decided to bring back the girl with a fractured arm the woman with breast cancer and um, the lady with abdominal pain. At the end, the two ladies didn't want to come because they didn't want to leave the kids. And we brought the girl back to base. Where there, they took her to Marrakesh in town and she was seen by doctors there in the hospital. And I would take this opportunity to say to everyone in Gibraltar how lucky we are. I was going we to ask are. that,
0: yeah. It, it makes you see our life in Gibraltar That's through a different right. lens, no?
4: We've got the health care, all free, just round the corner. Yep. So we should be thankful. Cherish that.
0: To what we have, be grateful because um, there are a lot of people in far worse situations, and I'm sure the people that you've helped, uh, such as that boy with the with a bad um, infectious um, skin condition, um, are very grateful for your help, uh, Jane, uh, uh, Jane. One
4: second, Jonathan. Of please course. I also want to tell you, and that I got a video call because I kept uh, messaging how he was doing and directing the medication how he had to be applied. And uh, last week, I got a video call from this boy and his family, where he's completely cured, and he wanted to say thank you,
0: Kim Ying, I'm I'm really, I'm really glad. So, so you helped him, uh, helped alleviate the pain, and now yes. he's he's yes. fully recovered.
4: Yes, completely from
0: his um, impetigo, no? the, yeah. the, which is a, a, an infectious. It's an
4: infection. Skin Don't forget that it's a, there's a lot of sand there, and not much hygiene. So it's very common.
1: Yeah.
0: Um right
4: Jane so so you've uh,
0: coordinated um a, a significant relief effort from Gibraltar uh, from your perspective what was this latest trip like we know that obviously you you had uh, uh, the the sort of the the drama on on the roads but but apart from that the weather getting worse was a significant factor.
2: See see Jonathan it was a very dangerous mission. Although we would do it again, with our eyes closed. Sin pensarlo, Vano. Although we had to abort the 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 mission on the first day because obviously we had to use a spare tyre after the accident, we did use another German uh, agency to deliver the stuff to the villagers. Uh, we used two jeeps to access uh, the closer villages next to the base camp and obviously to the remote areas there. When we arrived... Uh, we decided because it was raining heavily that we would go shopping and obviously buy the things that were needed to, to last the whole of the winter because obviously we have to be very careful what they need. We cannot just buy what we think they might need. We have to buy what they, are, the basic needs, what, whatever they ask for. So what we did is we bought um, Do Fuego. We bought two ovens, ¿verdad? The ovens which were going to be used in the villages para persona que viven en esa aldea, porque eso lo, siempre en la aldea hay un jefe, de, 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 un jefe que está encargado de, de, de decidir todas las cosas para esa aldea, si hay un peligro, si hay un que sí, con que eh, eh, ellos dijeron, mira, no hace falta dos fuegos para, para los villages y no hace falta palangana la, pa la para lavar los niños, no hacen falta gallina, porque acuérdate que Nosotros podemos llevar ropa y podemos llevar cosas, pero eso no va a ser de que sobrevivan un invierno que es un invierno de envergadura, ¿eh? No un invierno como tenemos allí, aquí. Allí nieva y allí harsher, no pueden... Yes. Colder. Yes. Y sin las facilidades que tenemos aquí. Like ellos, no ellos no pueden bajar. Ellos no pueden bajar. Entonces, le tenemos que dejar cosas, livestock, cosas que ellos se pueden aprovechar y pueden... Resources que pueden usar durante el invierno. Entonces, le compramos... Invertimos dinero para comprar gallina. Se compraron burro también, Se compraron goats, se compraron paranganas, se compraron eh, utensilios para poder hacer fences para que las gallinas no se salgan de, de, del corral. Se compraron muchas cosas útiles, cosas importantes. Eh, See, things
0: you wouldn't know to buy for them unless you were speaking to them and, and you, you you'd, exactly. you'd done those visits, Sí, no?
2: y manta, manta para el frío. Eh, se llevó cosas aquí que tuvimos muchas donations de eh, muchas personas muy generosas, y ¿verdad? Que dieron ropa, zapatos, pero en el, cuando tú vas allí a la montaña, tú te das cuenta que eso sí es importante, pero no es una necesidad, porque hay mucho ONG, mucha ONG aportando esa have, cosa. Have clothing, they have their own, their own, clothes. own type of
3: clothing and their own so on. Sí. But there are things that they specifically needed, sí, which we were sí. able to locate y, in the local market. Sí. Yeah. Y
2: te abren los ojos, Jonathan, porque aquí estamos pensando, por ejemplo, ahora vienen las navidades, estamos pensando, hoy oh, qué me voy a poner para ir al baile del trabajo. Qué me voy a poner para un ba- una preocupación de qué es lo que se va a poner para un baile de trabajo y abren esos guardarropa, y es que es ropa para ponerse y aquí en esos pa- en esas aldeas están pensando los niños los padres qué le voy a poner a mis hijos mañana para comer. To- yeah. ¿Qué le voy a poner? Porque es que eh, eh, no tienen. Yeah, so our no clothing
0: tienen. decisions are, are, are trivial, no? Like what 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 do I wear for for, sí. for, for for this Christmas dinner compared to will I be able to keep my child warm enough and and will I be able to feed them? No, which is exactly. a completely different world. Com-
2: completamente diferente. Y te das cuenta también, Jonathan, la hospitalidad tan grande que tienen Con lo poquito que tienen, nos ofrecieron la miel, nos ofrecieron las almendras, todo. Pe- Products que ellos,
3: the resources that they have. Have. Yeah.
2: Eh, Son personas que te abren los ojos a lo que es la humanidad, a lo que es la hospitalidad de las personas, la challenges de la persona. Hospitality la hospitality de la persona yeah. y te abren los ojos a la bondad, porque te lo, te, sí, te lo ofrecían todo, te ofrecían todo lo que tenían. Y una cosa que quiero decir que it saddens me to say pero que quiero decirlo públicamente porque lo tienen que comprender mucha gente. Hay personas que me dicen, Jane, ¿tú qué vas a Marrakech, a la montaña? ¿Tú qué vas a España, a Judá, um, o a Portugal, o donde sea? Que no seas libertad. Y no dicen, yo no doy para fuera de libertad. Quiero decir algo públicamente. Charity has no borders. La persona que tiene un charitable heart no distingue si la persona es indio, marroquí, chino, portugués, no distingue. La caridad no tiene frontera. So, eso so, lo quiero decir, y, y, y hay que dejar eso bastante claro.
0: Doesn't matter if somebody's in need in Gibraltar no importa si alguien está en necesidad en Gibraltar o afuera, si están en necesidad y se sienten
2: caritoso, deberías ayudarlos. Exacto. Acuérdate que vivimos en un mundo que es el mismo mundo para todas las personas. Y hay que pre- pensar, especialmente esta Navidad, que hay muchas personas durmiendo en la calle, muchos niños ahí en las montañas, durmiendo en una calle. Hay muchas personas que esta, esta Navidad van a ser unas navidades muy duras. Porque no, no, vienen unos tiempos muy malos. Uh, Está eh, la nieve allí en esa montaña. Lo hemos visto, el frío que hacía, la temperatura yeah, yeah. baja uh, también.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, and in that harsh weather, um, the the earthquake in some cases has destroyed properties and they're living Oof. in in makeshift right. makeshift uh, accommodation, En Tents.
2: Sí. Y en el suelo, porque es que no tienen en el suelo. Ahí no, no hay colchones, no, no, no hay cenicero, no hay televisión, no hay juguete, no hay nada. nada. No electricidad, no hay electricidad. Entonces todas estas cosas las tenemos que pensar a la hora de pensar en estas navidades que lo vamos que vamos a pedir, qué queremos, un iPhone 8, un iPhone 9. No nos hace falta tantas cosas materiales. Hay que dejar en este mundo un legacy de peace, love y de kindness. Y no nos hace nosotros por humano, well, pero we, we pensar... all live in
0: a consumerist society yes. you no know, and it's sometimes yeah. difficult not to get caught up in it but yeah. but I I know as well Jane uh, because we we yeah. asked at the beginning of the program if, if people had supported and, and 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 I just know from my own experience that, that people have supported your charity effort uh, yes. Paul has been in touch to say that he's very happy to donate to uh, to your appeal uh, caring for Gibraltar um, said that you were going to go no ahead of this uh, visit and yeah. and and you helped to to uh, collect in Gibraltar uh, and I think that uh, you can tell me but but um, you know I think people responded uh, bev was one of them she's been in touch bev said uh, of course I donated to the uh, appeal on a number of occasions we are all aware of the change in the weather and how uh, it makes us feel locally, let alone people uh, who have lost so much uh, and uh, who are experiencing uh, difficulties among their friends and family. Uh, She says, surely we should empathise and help where we can. Maybe we could call it a secret Santa gift to the people of Morocco. Yes, Um, Yes, that is lovely. If people are listening, how can they help, Jane?
2: Well, what they can do at the moment and uh, is, obviously, we have a lot of clothes at the store, so we don't need any clothing. Mm. To be honest, we need money for when we go back, yeah. because we need to invest in that country. I mean, we need to buy things from there.
3: We, do, we do intend to go back in the spring see. when the weather gets better, so we will be uh, announcing maybe what we need or appealing for, for more donations again in the future. Um, and what, what we've learned is that that uh, I mean, most of the charity work that we do is actually here in Gibraltar. That's why it's called caring for Gibraltar. We do also do a bit of work in Spain as well to, uh, to, for our neighbours. For example, we've we, we're, we're going to.
2: Oscar, uh, el muchacho que da de, de comer a muchas personas los domingos. Le pidió ayuda, entonces vamos line, a donar so dinero donated. y también vamos a comprar 100 juguetes para los niños de la línea porque son nuestros neighbours. No guste o no, tenemos que extender esa mano al prójimo, yeah. a la persona que está allá afuera, nunca se sabe la falta que nos puede hacer nosotros
4: we and need to help everybody and when we go to Tangers, we go around the street helping sí. all the kids in the street, we take them to McDonald's, to the
2: dentist
4: we take them to the dentist the mother, one of the mothers we took to a doctor and we got the treatment we even brought the kids to
2: the hotel and we buffed them all. Bueno, uh, t- yeah,
4: we had the letter from the authority, from the parents, giving us permission to take them. So we do as much as we can.
3: Because some of these children were actually living on the streets, uh, in skips, s- sleeping in, in, in rubbish poverty, skips. In, you know? extreme <laughs> yeah. sí. uh, in
2: extreme poverty. In extreme poverty. We've seen that... There are photos, but it's not justice with what we've presented. Sí. Nos hace justice. Sí. Y que son niños, que y con todo lo que está pasando en el mundo ahora mismo, hay que, hay que, lo que, el que crea que re que, que rece o que no, que pida siempre y darle las gracias a Gibertad, lo, lo Lo contento que te damos estar en, en lucky, libertad. Yeah. We are very, we very, very, we very grateful por todo. <laughs> Como dijo Sonia, por tener el hospital cerca, por tener todo walking distance, los buses, por tener eh, lo, los benefits que mucha Free gente cobra. Help. En yeah. libertad no hay pobreza, en libertad hay necesidad, Ay, pero yeah. pobreza no hay. Y te lo digo no, bastante claro. Not Jonathan. Not poverty, no
3: poverty, no, but there pero no sí. some there people might be who, some are, who, who find it
2: hard to
0: make ends meet at the end of the month.
2: On, on, on
0: a low pension, so oh, absolutely. But right. yeah. there
2: are some no people of, of Moroccan
0: origin sí. who, who, who don't have a, a, sí. a, you know, a, a, a significant pension, they've only exactly. got a state pension. Yeah. Sí.
3: No, there are people obviously who need help, and, and we yeah. do help as well. I mean, most of our work is done in Gibraltar, clearly. But like I said on a program the other night on a viewpoint, uh, well, I think it was last week or the week yeah. before, yeah. Uh, about pensioners and so on, that if you compare us to other communities and other societies, you realise how fortunate we are here, that you can be taken to England as a private patient, seen a specialist straight away. yeah, you know, there's people in even in England. That are much wealthier than us and they've got huge waiting lists to see specialists and all that you know you don't see any elderly people on the streets here without any homes you don't see any elderly no. people here begging for money ni
2: niños sin zapatos ni niños sin un techo, eso no lo vemos, gracias a Dios no lo vemos, pero si vemos casos como ayer, tuvimos un call de alguien que le hacía fatunjita porque la casa de esta muchacha era privo y hacía mucho frío that's here in Japan, no, because
0: the weather has also, uh, with the humidity and and the rain, sí. no, there are people who 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 are in need of some help and support. Sí.
2: Y gracias a la comunidad tan grande y tan, y tan buena que tenemos, generous. porque yeah. son fantásticos. La, yeah. la libertad tiene un don. Y eso es que ayudan a todas las personas que le hacen falta ayuda. We're a very close-knit community. We're very generous.
4: We also, what we do if uh, people in need needs to go to a doctor to court, we escort them so they're not felt alone. So we help them that way as well. If they need to go and do some shopping because they cannot administrate the money properly. So we go with them and guide them what they need to get so they have food for during the week not wasting
2: stupid little things like sí, they sí. normally do. And so I so. take the opportunity to say, Jonathan, también para el que toda las persona necesitada o persona que estén pasando un Christmas malo, te Christmas, que el día 24, que es domingo, 24th of December, tenemos un open kitchen afuera del Pizzeria Plaza from 10 to 12.30, vamos a dar comida y vamos a dar un regalo. Y también el día 25 con Gypsies también tenemos un timeout from 12:30 to 3:30 for those people who want to have a Christmas dinner y también un gift and obviously socialize y que no pasen unas Navidades sure solo. To ensure that okay. they're not uh, lonely to, over exactly, the Christmas period. Exactly. Exactly. No? Porque hay muchas clases de necesidad no solamente la hambre y la ropa. So. Hay cosas, necesidad de de estar mm-hmm. solo.
0: So that's the sí. 25th is the Jib Sam's one at timeout?
2: Yes, and the 24th from 10 o'clock to 12.30, we're outside Pizzeria Plaza. It's a Sunday. We're there with a the team to be able to bring a little bit of happiness, see, Or on their own. You need a bit of company
0: as well. Yes. Well, um, you've given us a lot of food for thought uh, by talking about, uh, I think, the the sort of conditions in rural Marrakesh in the mountains uh, just outside Marrakesh and, and uh, the relief effort that you've delivered there and how it helps us to see Gibraltar life through a different lens. So um, thank you very much to, to Jane Wink, to Charlie Bishop and Sonia Fortuna. And uh, and I suppose we'll speak to you again in a few months uh, ahead of your next relief uh, mission to those mountains
3: when, when the weather improves. Yeah, we'll be happy to come back and Actually, tell you about it. Yeah. Thank you very much for having thank us. Thank
2: you. Thank you very much. want quiero terminar por decir, Jonathan, que when life gets hard, try to remember, remember, that the life you complain about is only a dream to some people.
1: Thanks for listening to those highlights from Gibraltar today. I'm Kelly Borge, the show's producer. We're live on Radio Gibraltar, Monday to Friday from one to two, getting behind the headlines. And you can catch up here whenever you like. Until next time, have a good one. GBC Podcasts,
0: local voices on demand.